One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the P1 podcast. Today, we are continuing with our mid season driver ratings, where we go from 10th to 1st. Who will finish P1? <laughs> Who knows? We move to P10, where my P10, one point scored, is Oscar Piastri with a 6.2 overall rating as well, the same as Ocon and Gasly, but has a, a better. Uh, results or better grades uh, from us in terms of his top grades. And when look, if, if we need to talk about it, let's look at his race positions. DNF, 15th, 8th, 11th, 19th, 10th, 13th, 11th, 16th. Then we get into the 4th and 5th of Britain and Hungary. So, of course, he's not going to have um, a top 5, top 6 slot at the moment. But as you say, if he keeps this up, if he keeps getting 9 and 10 grades like, like we gave him uh, for Silverstone um, and for Hungary, I think it was, or maybe an 8th, uh, then, of course, he's going to thrust his his way up the leaderboard. But I think 10th is is genuinely a good spot for him to be in. And and I wouldn't move him there anyway when you look at the season as a whole. Uh, my P10 is Yuki Tsunoda with a 6.4. He's made a point, uh, which <laughs> uh, is good because it hasn't happened uh, a lot because, um, sadly... He's got uh, three, he's, isn't he? He's got three, but it could be a whole lot more um, because... Uh, I think I think his average finishing position has been about P13 or something, uh, but he's P17 in the championship because he's not he's not scored those points and he's always been on the fringes. Um, yeah, Yuki Snowder's had a good season. Um, I think he's he's had some really good performances that have made people sit up and go, "All oh, right, yeah, Yuki Snowder is um, a really good driver and, and maturing," but then also. Yeah, he's had those moments as well where we see a little bit of the old Yuki pop in once in a while and he has a bit of a disaster and picks up loads of penalties and things like that. Um, you know, looking at uh, the grades that we've given him throughout the year, you know, he's got sevens and eights and then we'll just pop in like a two, which brings his average way down. Um, but I think it's been a good a good year for, for Sonoda um, when, you know, I mean, he's comfortably beaten uh, De Vries, hasn't he? Certainly did. P9 now, and mine is Yuki Tsunoda with a 6.3 overall rating. And you, know, you look at the, the first five races of the season, 11th, 11th, 10th, 10th, 11th. Um, you'd think that perhaps he deserved more than two points over the course of those uh, first five races. It has to be said that the car's not been as good uh, in recent times, which hasn't even allowed him to, to be able to stretch his legs. And also, as well as you say, a few, a few mistakes here and there uh, from Sonoda as well. But overall, I think he can be very happy. Um, he's still in the conversations of, you know, where does he go next? Is it going to be Aston Martin or, you know, what is he going to go with the Honda ties? Uh, he's not, he's not out of the conversations, I would say. And it's been impressive. And in some ways, stuck, been a bit of a team leader at Alpha Tauri. Not that it's really thrust them <laughs> very far forward at the moment, but he's getting that experience under his belt Maybe he's calmed down slightly on the radio. I don't know. Like, I don't feel like we hear as many um, segments from Yuki during races. But uh, yeah, he's just learning. And I think 6.3 kind of, I mean, it's 0.1 of a difference between me and you 
uh, for Sonoda grades. And I know how much of a Sonoda fanboy you are. So I think it shows that even me uh, has, has kind of commended him for that. So P9, uh, and this is where the averages maybe play havoc a little bit, um, is Daniel Ricciardo with 6.5. Now, there'll be people, I'm sure, um, <laughs> screenshotting the, the list and going, how on earth have you put Daniel Ricciardo P9? Um, and the reality is he's done two races. One of them was pretty good. Uh, well, one of them, I think, was actually very impressive that, you know, he came back. Uh, I think we gave him like an eight or something. And then he had a bit of a washed race, an OK sprint. And I think I gave him like a four or five. And so it averages out that he's actually done better. Um, but I think it's skewed massively because obviously he's not had so many races like Yuki Tsunoda, Piastri, Ocon and these drivers that when they can pick up a lot of good grades and then have an absolute mare and it brings their whole average down. So, um, yeah, it's P9 for Daniel Ricciardo, but, you know, it, I think it's it's impossible. We, we've done it for the sake of every driver and, and keeping it an average and we can see what De Vries has done. But I think realistically, like Daniel Ricciardo, is impossible to, to really grade at this moment when he's only done two races. Nope, start screenshotting and saying, oh my God, Tom Bellingham thinks Daniel Ricciardo has done better than Sonoda uh, so far this year. Unbelievable. (laughs) P8 now, and I have Charles Leclerc. 6.6 overall grade. Now, I think this pretty much stifles any rumours, any thoughts of people thinking that I give Leclerc better grades than um than than others purely because he called me babe now that's not the case clearly because i have him in eighth this year and i'm like wow is he the eighth best driver this year really um he's a few he's a few behind p7 0.3 of a grade behind p7 he's he's fifth in the championship I would say this year there has been, of course, standout moments. The double pole in Baku was was amazing. He's had three podiums this year. But has it been an amazing season for Charles? I would say no. He hasn't had that massive gap to signs like we've seen perhaps in the years gone by. Um, maybe that is just Carlos closing the gap and Charles can't do much about that. But I don't know. It's it's not been it's not been a season that I've been shouting from the hills that Charles Leclerc's you know, really outperforming the car. He has at times, but it hasn't been a consistent, um, you know, run of form for Charles that that would, you know, propel him higher than some of the other drivers around him. Uh, so in P8 for me is Sergio Perez uh, with 6.5. Um, so yeah, Sergio Perez up in P8. He's had a very mixed season. I love um, how you've got 8th, 9th, 10th, Perez, Ricardo, Sonoda. That's, that's pretty... <laughs> That's yeah, pretty close. And, and obviously Perez is only 0.2 of a grade from being about 12th. So um, <laughs> it, it just it just shows how close it is in, in that pack. And, you know, Sergio Perez is one of those people that is 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 one of those drivers that's had a very mixed season. Um, I think a lot of people, if we were going on recency bias, would have probably put him way down the order. But, you know, let's not forget he had a very good start to the season. And I think that's where, um, in my opinion, doing these average grades actually means that you lose a bit of that that recency bias because it would be very easy to forget that Sergio Perez won two races at the start of the season. You know, Saudi, um, 
yes, Max had that problem where he had to come through the field, but Max got up to P2 and couldn't catch Checo to to, to for the win. So, um, and same with you know winning the sprint and uh, the race in Azerbaijan. Um, but then where his grade has plummeted down is uh, particularly like Monaco, um, where me and you, I believe, gave him a zero uh, because it was just absolutely the worst performance you could have possibly imagined when you're driving a car that's so clear of the field uh, and then you're crashing in qualifying and then having an absolute mare of, in the race as well. So, yeah, Sergio Perez is just uh, one of those drivers that has had some very high highs and very low lows this year. He certainly has. Uh, P7, I have Sergio Perez with a 6.9 overall grade. And he is very much saved by the first sort of, I'd say four of the first five races. He finished second first, then he had a fifth, then it's a first and a second. That that was decent. That was the run of form. That's when we were all talking about, can he be a championship contender? And then since then, it's been you know 16th, 4th, 6th, 3rd, 6th, 3rd, and then eventually a second at Belgium, obviously. But... It has been a, not even a tale of two halves because I'd say that there's been there's been well, it's slightly more weighted towards the bad races because after Monaco he's not really been the same since. Um, would I move him? I, I think it's difficult to say. It, he probably maybe deserves to be slightly lower, but um, overall a six point nine. He has had good races. They feel like a long time ago, um, but but yeah, Perez P seven for me. Uh, so my P7 is George Russell uh, with 6.8. Um, and I want to say it was the last race in Belgium where I kind of mentioned in the drive ratings that I feel like George maybe hasn't been doing as good as I thought he would this year and maybe kind of a bit, av- like not average, but, you know, good as opposed to great like we saw saw last season. And um, spoiler alert, the the next two drivers on my list have exactly the same grade as George, but he is the lower of the three because he's not had higher highs. And I think that sums up his season where I feel like he's got kind of good sixes and sevens and eights where he's just been consistent. He's had sometimes quite poor qualifyings, but then made it back up in, in the race and got a, a solid result. Uh, and his kind of season has been that season that we say a lot of Mercedes where even when things are bad, they just bring in some points. And uh, yeah, George has gone a bit unspectacular uh, this year. And I think, yeah, P7 is about where I'd probably put him anyway. Fair enough. Uh, we now go to P6. And I have Alex Albon uh, with a 7.0 overall average grade. Alex, again, has been has been really good this year. Uh, Williams have taken a slightly, slight, well, I'd say a reasonably big step forward uh, compared to where we expected them to be this year. And he delivers. I don't know. I still haven't figured out whether he flourishes in a team that, where there's no expectation of you or whether he was just went to Red Bull too early. But either or, we cannot you know, commend enough how decent he's been because um, Alex... I mean, I don't know if it's the Williams rocket ship as well uh, really does help him in a straight line to to defend uh, as beautifully as beautifully as he does. Um, but but Albon, it hasn't got as many points as maybe as he'd like. How many has he got in total? Eleven. Um, obviously, Great Britain was a was a great result for him. So was Canada, and he scored a point uh, in the first race of the season in Bahrain as well. Um, but 
Alex, he deserves a better car now. As I kind of said in my previous point, is he ready for a, a place like Red Bull? I'm scared. I'm scared for him to go back to a place like that, but maybe a small step to a, a midfield to higher midfield team is where he deserves to go next. I don't want to see him at Williams all the time unless Williams take a big step forward like McLaren have. Yeah. Uh, P6 is Alex Albon for me as well with a, with a 6.8. He's a very difficult driver to, to judge. I do think he's having a very good, good season. Um, <laughs> Let me say this now. It's a really difficult thing to judge, just the whole running trend of driving yeah. ratings in general. But but I do think Williams is one of the most difficult because, yeah, I, I do think Albon is actually having a, a really good season and, and proving some kind of doubters wrong. Um, and yeah, he, he's been, he's had like those really impressive results where he's put a Williams where it you know, shouldn't, shouldn't be. And I think that's why... He's right up there in uh, in P six, uh, yeah. and yes, yeah, very, very best impressive of, of the year. It's not it's, it's not bad, is it? It's not it's not bad at all. I mean, if you just said, going back to to my predictions when I thought Williams would be easily the worst team, um, Frank, Frank. Honestly, Frank does not like the fact that you think what you thought Williams was going to be the worst team. Uh, he's Frank, human. Frank that. cannot stand William slander. He really can't. Logan Sargent is his hero, uh, and he will not hear anything, uh, anything else. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. P5 now. I have Lando Norris. 7.1 overall rating. It's, it's, again, McLaren were terrible at the start of the year, which didn't help his grades. He made that very uncharacteristic uh, mistake in, in Saudi, where, of course, we, we graded him quite low. Um, but obviously, of recent times, he's thrust himself up into the top five. And and I've, I absolutely categorically believe that if McLaren have a good car for this second half of the year, he will perform almost every single race weekend uh, and he might well even uh, thrust himself another position or two up uh, if uh, if he can keep delivering podiums and, and top five finishes so Lando's had a good a good season it's been difficult for, for him as well with McLaren um, but now rosier times seem likely and uh, I hope especially for McLaren fans that that happens P5 I have Charles Leclerc uh, who was the highest 6.8 of the three um, because he's had higher highs, I guess. Um, and I think Leclerc's grade may be yours as well. Like he, he has been... Yeah, he's been good. Like uh, there's, I think, weirdly, with Leclerc this year, 
he's had not he's not been like unbelievable all the way through and like you say he's been like owning science um and i think is is he's had like those big grade performances where you know azerbaijan where somehow he's put it on pole in both sessions and done all he can in a race against uh the red bull um same with belgium you know really really good good in that race as well where he's got some really good grades but then we've graded him a lot lower in things like um australia where we put part of his fault and also in in spain where very bizarrely you know he didn't even make it um into q2 uh which kind of put put his average grade down um yeah uh 6.8 for charles very difficult to, to i i personally think um that four to fourth to eighth you can kind of chop and change all of them really uh i think yeah because what, imagine so what people we got, agree we got fourth to eighth uh my top is 7.2 my p8 is 6.6 i think my fourth to seventh is, is 0.3 of a difference uh your fourth uh let's say actually your fifth obviously as you say all the way to seventh is exactly the same grade. Um, and yeah. Would you move Charles Leclerc though? Would you say he's the fifth best driver of the year? I'd say it's maybe about right. If not, maybe I'd pop him a bit lower. But yeah, I mean, half a <laughs> half a grade separates my P10 to P4. So yeah, if we did this, if we literally did this video one race later after Zandvoort, it, it would all change. Yeah, it different. could all change, yeah. Um, so I'm fascinated to see how it unfolds uh, for the second half of the year. Uh, P4 now, I have George Russell with a 7.2 overall grade, um, which I'm surprised about, to be honest. Uh, although I say that Mercedes always seem very inevitable in the way they score points. And I think I commend them quite a lot for that. I don't think George has been that great this year in, in comparison to Hamilton. Uh, I think Hamilton has definitely shown uh, that he's the better the, uh, better driver this year and the better driver overall at the moment. It's not a massive chasm, but I think it's got a little bit bigger this year. Um, for George to be P4, I'm, I'm maybe slightly um, surprised by that. He is 0.2 of a grade, 0.3 of a grade ahead of P7, 0.2 of a grade ahead of P6. Uh, but George has been able to still score uh, very consistent points. If we look at the driver's standings, uh, he is P6, he is a whopping 49 points behind Hamilton uh, in the standings. And there has been moments where you've, you've questioned his performances. He's been downgraded for things like in Spa, where he just blocked Hamilton um, on, on his qualifying lap. And, and and generally, yeah, not been as impressed by George this year. But still, he's P4, so he's scoring points. He's not doing too badly. Um, but yeah, 7.2 overall. My P4 is Lando Norris with a 7.1. So uh, the same, actually, average grade as you put Lando, but he's one place higher in mine. Uh, yeah, Lando started off, obviously, in that tractor of a McLaren, and now it's really good. But I think he has got grades at the start of the year where we were giving him good grades because he was putting that McLaren where it shouldn't shouldn't be and, you know, some good solid points finishes and, and things like that where we've given him a really good grade. So I think Lando uh, Lando's is not just from the fact that McLaren have got good. I think he has been uh, you know, good throughout the season as well. And uh, yeah, 
even though it's averages and if if we were picking uh, i would yeah 100% uh, pick lando in in p4 because um i think he's stood out in uh the kind of very close <laughs> uh this this kind of midfield that we've found of our driver ratings where there's a, a lot of close grades there p3 now on the podium on the third step for me is lewis hamilton with a 7.6 overall grade which is a very good overall grade to have any any driver in the sevens has been consistently performing uh to, to a good level especially for us to give them good grades because we sometimes are quite harsh uh but lewis has been i think very good this year um it's a shame that his car isn't at the level to to challenge for for wins but he's he's still proving he's got the fire in his belly he's still motivated you can tell when he has a great performance when he got pole in hungary that the the dream is still there. It's such a shame that he lost, uh, you know, lost the lead uh, in Budapest so quickly. He's had how many podiums in total? One, two, three, four, four podiums this year, um, and he's only scored double digits, uh, or sorry, less than double digits in points twice this year, which is um, a, a high consistency. Uh, but Lewis has been very good, and I just long for him to have a car that will compete at the front consistently because I feel like he's ready to, to take the fight to, to Red Bull and, and anyone else who fancies joining for 2024 when we have a five-way fight for the championship. Thank you. Yes, please. Uh, P3 for me is also Lewis Hamilton uh, with a 7.8. This is quite the the jump up from that midfield pack that I was talking about. For me, Hamilton has quite clearly been um, the third and top three driver this season. Um you know, we we know who the next two are, uh, and in my opinion, they are the three best drivers in Formula One and the three best drivers uh, this season comfortably, uh, and that's been reflected by uh, by the grades. And uh, Hamilton's had a season that I think is maybe even a little underrated. Um, I know some other uh, I've seen I've seen other creators do do things uh, similar to this where they've done their uh, drive ratings and I think Hamilton in, in Tomo's video for example was down in six in the fans fan vote which is quite um crazy to me because Hamilton's comfortably been you know very consistent great performances and uh yeah really maybe it's gone a bit under the radar that Hamilton's having a a very good season um Maybe it's the fact that a good season for Hamilton is normally him winning a thousand races, but uh, this season he can't uh, can't get a sniff of the win because of that Red Bull. P two now, and no surprises. Fernando Alonso with an eight point three overall rating. Fernando Alonso, forty two years old now, proving that if he has a car that's good enough, he can deliver to a almighty level. Uh, him himself at the start of the year was something to behold. He was picking up nines and tens left, right and centre. He was picking up podiums at left, right and centre. And it's such a shame that they've gone off the boil slightly because it was great to see him fighting at the front. And it was great to see him leading in Saudi, for example, for a brief moment, although he couldn't park in his grid box correctly, which was obviously a, a shame there. Uh, but Fernando, I can't say anything more apart from he has been unbelievable this year. And I really hope Aston Martin can 
can pick up the pace, although it just does not seem like that's that they can keep up with the developments of the teams around them. They've clearly found something miraculous in that car, and that's how they came out firing. Um, but I, I wait to see the budget cap report. Let's see. Oh. Uh, P2, yeah, Fernando Alonso for me as well, and exactly the same grade, an 8.3. Uh, amazing consistency, you know, to average uh, more than an 8 throughout the whole season so far. Fernando's just been brilliant. He's one of those drivers that you... Uh, maybe he's one that's easy to grade uh, after kind of spending this whole going. It's this whole podcast going. It's difficult to grade, but Fernando, maybe this is just my blind fanboyism showing, but for me... Probably. You, probably, yeah. But you always feel like Fernando will get the best out of a car. And if that car is sixth, it's because that car is sixth, not because he's had a bad race. It, he does feel like one of those drivers that can pull an unbelievable result when a car's not there. But when it has been there and the Aston Martin has been there, boy, has he been, you know... I mean, the fact that he just went on that crazy run of podiums at the start of the season just shows that he's still got it. And, uh, yeah, what a season so far for Fernando. He's still got it. I think Spa's a great example of that Aston Martin was not even probably deserving of beating George Russell, but he did. He finished fifth. He was on his own for most of the race. Uh, and that sometimes can go under the radar. As you say, you don't notice that. Oh, Alonso gets 10 points. Woo-woo. But I think that was a really impressive performance. And and yeah, Alonso's still firing. He just needs a car that can deliver. Uh, so we can see him right back at the front. And we want to see more Alonso-Hamilton battles because uh, that is tasty. And finally, P1. Drum roll, please. Let's see if we can guess who, who is going to be? be. It's Max Verstappen. Uh, I have given him a 9.6 overall grade. I mean, you just look at the results. And yes, wins everywhere, two second places. I'm, I'm speechless. I didn't think we'd see this. I hoped we didn't see this for the competition's sake, uh, but Max Verstappen has been sensational. You cannot use any other word to describe Max Verstappen. Um, his consistency is scary. It's relentless. We, we spoke about this before Red Bull had a car that could dominate. We both knew that this would be the case. If Max Verstappen was given a car that can deliver week after week, he will do that. He is a robot. He is emotionless. He will destroy Formula One. And he's doing it. He's, he's on a, another level at the moment. I, I'm sick of people saying that it's just the car. It's not. He's showing this by how Perez is performing. It is not a guarantee that that Red Bull is a car that can dominate. But he is showing in his hands he can. And he is very deserving of being P1 by a whopping one3 uh, in terms of average grade ahead of Alonso. And he is, he's clear. He sure is. P1, Max Verstappen for me as well. 9.7 out of 10 average is absolutely ridiculous during a season. Um, and nothing summarises the thing we've said before about Max never having a day off that is a 9.7 and a 9.6 pet, isn't he? Average he just wants score. a 10 all the time. He exactly. just wants 10s. And this goes back to you, know, you saying, oh, it's just the car or just this. You know, Max could well, if he carries it on and you wouldn't bet against it, 
could well put in the greatest season of Formula One we've ever seen. Um, because, and and it's very easy to go, oh, it's the car, it's the car. But we've seen dominance in the past. We've seen cars that are maybe even more clear of the field than that Red Bull is now, or at least the same. And a driver hasn't won this many races in a row. They've had moments where maybe they have a bit of an off day in qualifying and then they only finish fifth in the race, like Sergio Perez has done on quite a number of occasions this year. And Max Verstappen doesn't do that. You know, it's almost a miracle when he doesn't get a pole position because we're like, oh my God. Um, But even with penalties dropping him to sixth, he wins. Start the season when maybe the car is not up to his liking yet. Uh, I saw actually a fascinating thing that had not been mentioned in the podcast yet, but a Dutch journalist asked him, what was the what was your standout race of the season? Uh, and bizarrely, he said Baku, which was where he finished second, one of the only times he's finished second. And he said because he learned more about the car than any other race. And that just sums up his mentality of, I finished second, but I know why. And since that race... And it won't he has happen been, again. <laughs> exactly. And since that race, he has been untouchable and no one has got anywhere near to winning. So... Yeah. yeah, you've got to commend him. Uh, unbelievable season, and a worthy, um, yeah, a worthy result, uh, and just an insane result to get a nine point seven, nine point six average, like not one grade that's gone. Oh, you know, he's he's getting a six or a seven this week because he's done all right, but not amazing. Nope. Crazy. Are you done? Are you done gloating? Are you, are you, well done, like, well, Verstappen fan. God, you know, I wish I could say the same about Charles Leclerc, but here we are. Um, I hope you're happy, Tommy, with the money. I hope you're really happy. Well done. <laughs> well done. You're winning. Um, now we're going to just very quickly uh, show you as well the F1 power ranking. So this is where a five-judge panel assess each driver after every Grand Prix and score them out of 10 according to their performance across the weekend, taking machinery out of the equation. And the top 10 by this Formula One judging panel, as five of them, uh, is as follows. So we have in 10th place, Esteban Ocon. Uh, so where did we have them, Tommy? So uh, Ocon for me was 11th. For you was 13th. Yeah. In 9th was Gasly. Uh, for Gasly, I had him 12th. And I you had him 14th. Oh, goodness me, we are washed. Uh, <laughs> Oscar Piastri joint 7th with Charles Leclerc. So that's that's mad. That's bold. I can't that's, believe Piastri's they've got Piastri in yeah. seventh. That's crazy. After twelve races, this is average. Because um, of course we had Piastri. I had him in tenth. You had him eleventh. Charles Leclerc. I had him eighth. You had him all the way up in fifth. Uh, so then you've got uh, joint fifth is Lando Norris and George Russell in the power rankings, which kind of matches up to where we sort of put them. Uh, and then Alex Albon was fourth. Hamilton third, Alonso second, Verstappen first. That very so, much matches up, doesn't it? The uh, the top three, that that jump uh, in theirs as well. That you know, uh, take your um, fan fanboy or fan girl aside, and I think you're delusional if you're going to argue the fact. There's there's plenty of debate for others, but I don't see how you can put anyone other than Max first, Alonso second, and Hamilton third for this season. I think those three are very clearly locked in in those positions and have been brilliant. 
it's cute as well that, you know, obviously you're a Max fan. You call Max Max and then you call Fernando Alonso and then Lewis Hamilton. You know, you're like, I'm on first name terms with Max, but Alonso and Hamilton can get a surname. I have not met him yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Um, okay, well, that is it. That has been a long old mid-season driver ratings catch-up, I suppose. Um, will Nick DeVries thrust his, himself off 21st? Uh, probably not, unless there is another miraculous twist in this silly season. And uh, I look forward to seeing how this this changes. Tommy, what are your final thoughts going into the uh, second half of the season? Uh, my final thoughts are... I don't wow. know. I, An my hour brain podcast is shut down. And I know Tommy's brain completely... has shut down. Come on, Tommy. I, I know. You can I, do I, it. I know my brain is in the summer shutdown now. I'm sorry. No, come on, stop it. I'm going on. You can't just. Soon and I've, I've switched off. No, 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 no. <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we don't relax just because in the summer break you don't give a final thought. Tommy, switch it on for 10 more seconds. Um, I'll just do the usual and say there are ratings, so there. <laughs> Good God, do we need to take you to hospital? Are you, are you having some kind of aneurysm right now? What's going on? Okay, my final thoughts are, thank you for sticking with us for the first half of the year and for allowing us to <laughs> to give us our uh, give you our driver ratings. I know there's a lot of debate, um, but it's a fun series, hey? It's fun. We have fun during this podcast and any other podcast. So I do, we wish but... you a wonderful summer break. Tommy likes triggering people as well, don't you, mate? No, I don't. I, I just, um, yeah, I don't. No, ignore that. Mate, my do brain, we need my to brain, wheel you off? No, my like, brain's mute your honestly, microphone. You're done. I'm so tired. Like, I'm no, done. get off. No, stop Bye. talking. Right, I'm going to do an outro. <laughs> Tommy literally needs to go to sleep. Thank you, everybody. Lots of love. We'll see you soon for another piece of content. Bye. For audio listeners, Tommy is literally not saying even goodbye. He's he's snoring. God, what an absolute mess you are. Take care. Bye. I'm so tired. You are washed. P1 is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.